Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast for games of the Game Pass collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from varying skill range. I am the comrade of this episode, Andrew. With me are Atomic Fart, Keith. Hello. And with us, the one who would leave a bunch of loot for the next person, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week, we decided to check out Atomic Heart by Mundfish. Atomic Heart is a first-person shooter where you are in a alternate reality of a 1950s communist Russia where they have advanced in technologies, created a bunch of robots, and created a what looks to be a nice utopia. But of course, things go awry. The robots decide to turn against their masters. But going around, uh, Liz, was this a gamer pass for you? This was definitely a game for me. I had a lot of fun. The looting mechanics are pretty stellar. Um, it's a little buggy. Uh, overall, I really enjoyed my time and I looked forward to playing it every day. So uh, definitely a game. But yeah, I'm with you, Liz. This was a definite game for me. It's not a perfect game. There's definitely some issues, but there is so many things about this game that I think are really, really, really good. So I, I did have a ton of fun. But yeah, so I, I would highly recommend this game. This is a definite game for me. So yeah, I, I'm going to, I guess, third it on a game. I will say that the beginning parts are kind of slow. And yeah. there are, like you said, there's issues with it. And there's there's tempo issues where I, I kind of just wish the game was a little bit faster paced as a whole. But outside of that, I I think it's a lot of fun. And yeah, I was I was definitely enjoying myself. I was actually just playing it right up until we started. So I, I semi agree with you about the pacing Keith. Uh, but I also, but I also kind of disagree. Cause it is like, this is a different style of a first person shooter. It's as Liz was saying, you know, there's looting. It's kind of a slower, more methodical. A lot of people are, you know, get Bioshock vibes from this. And I, I definitely agree. Like this is a kind of a slower first person shooter, but, um, but yeah, uh, getting into the story, as I said, this is an alternate reality of a 1950s communist Russia where I can't tell. I don't think World War II even happened. I don't really hear them mention World War II. They do mention a war and a plague, but essentially Russia is actually kind of advanced in technology. They have a particular scientist uh, who has been able to create robots that essentially do all the tasks for the people in the communist Russia. You know, you have different technologies that are going on that are very advanced. And you play this Sergeant Major who ended up being in an accident that this the scientist that created all these robots ended up saving you. So you kind of owe him your life and you will do anything he says. And he is sending you to this remote facility where majority of the robots are made. And as soon as you arrive there, you realize that things aren't as they appear. The robots randomly have decided to turn against all the humans and have just massacred this base. So you are trying to right the wrong, fix the robots before the scientist gets in trouble from the Russian government. So overall, though, I don't know how you guys felt about the story, but I loved the set piece of Atomic Heart. I, I, I love that it's kind of like this weird 1950s Russia. I will say with the current political climate, it is kind of awkward. But I love that it's a different kind of pace of you playing this Russian commando. Well, kind of. Are you? I, I, that, see, yeah. that was my question right off the bat. Because you, you have this very, like, John Wick, uh, Clint Eastwood, or like you said, Rambo. Like, I don't know, just 
it was a very American character. I didn't realize that as much. He's written very American. That's this is but first off, my biggest complaint is how awfully written the main character is. The main character is just so poor. It's not even the voice actor. I think the voice actor did fine. It's just a lot of his dialogue is generic American soldier. Like I actually forgot, like there's a lot of times I actually would forget that this game is taking place in Russia. I would actually think it was taking place in America because of how American sounding your character is. Well, what I want to know is that, I mean, he says a lot of funny things and he, he's like swearing at people. He's like, he's, he's very quick to anger, but one thing that he said, and I'm like, I can't imagine them saying this in Russia. It was something along the lines of like, I don't give two wet farts. I've heard that. I just like, do they say that in other countries? Is that just like, I, I just can't imagine. No, only in America do we have the word fart in our vocabulary. No, but I've never heard like, um, it, it on like British TV or well, they Australian say bloody or farts. anything. Two bloody <laughs> oh, farts. Yes. But there are things that he said, like, yeah, I can see that. But I never once thought that it seemed like an American character. I I mean, I get what you're saying, but I just never, never thought that when I was playing it. Yeah. Besides the fact that every once in a while dialogue pops in reminding you that you're from Russia. I like I would forget a lot of times that this game is supposed to be like taking place in Russia. I just I, I, I think it's so weird how the main character Like, I could care less about the character. You have a talking glove named Charles, who I felt like had more character than the main character. So a robotic glove, I felt like had more personality than your guy. Well, so it's weird. So the robotic glove, I mean, he's telling you, honestly, like hinting to you that like things are not what they seem and that you're wrong about some things. And he's kind of the voice of reason in this. Yeah. And then you have him, though, like your character is very much like pro-communism, yeah. um, you know, follow the leader. And the glove isn't. So I wasn't sure if it was kind of like an anti-communism message because, like I said, the voice of reason is say is giving points against it. Yeah. And this is like the actual conversation that's going between the characters. And another thing I didn't like about the main character, which I like the main character. I thought he was I, – I chuckled quite a few times. And he reminds me of something that I know with like his like lots and lots of swearing. Um, <laughs> and so one thing that he said at the beginning, but he said something along the lines of um, you have to earn my respect. Like he doesn't give respect to people until they they earn it, um, until he thinks that they deserve his respect kind of thing. And I was just like, I feel like I, like you should respect everyone until they give you a reason not to. You know, I just like that was the vibe. That's what he said, like right at the beginning of the game. And I was just like, that's not really my vibe. <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of people who are like that, though. Like they they give you like very bare minimum personality until like they like you earn their respect. Well, I think that's different with like like being like shy or like being like wary. But to be like, you need to earn my respect. It's just like, no, I don't. Absolutely not. I, I do you know I mean that because, like, for me, he's not respectful to anyone. Is what I'm getting at. Like, he's like yelling at the robots and calling them stuff I probably shouldn't say on the podcast. He is so rude to people, and it's just like, why would anybody respect you? So that's why, like, I just right out right out of the gate, it seemed like a very flawed character. Um, the way that he behaves towards other people, but then things that people deserve to, you know, 
I mean, that people should be acting way towards him. I'm just saying that was like initially out of the gate. I was just, I was just like, I don't know if this guy seems like a jerk, but I liked him the more the game went on. Yeah. He definitely got a little bit more personality. I I first didn't like him at first because I felt like he was just a massive jerk, especially to the glove. The glove is just doing nothing but being very polite, helping him out. And he's always just like, shut up, glove. You're stupid. He like, didn't just earn his respect yet, Andrew. But it's like the thing literally <laughs> is just doing like, it's essentially like a butler. It's helping him and giving him a, these a special powers. It's saving his life. It's, yeah, saving his life. It's giving him advice, like helping him out on situations. And he's just a complete jerk to the glove. And it's just like, what did this glove do to you? Which that's a good point. So he is like just all obsessed with this guy that saved his life and like thinks he can do no wrong but this glove is saving his life and yeah. he's like being mean to him so it's like i mean they did the same thing but no you make up a, you you brought up a good point too liz one thing i loved about this story is it ends up kind of being like a philosophical debate about like the flaws of communism because yeah as you said your main character is very much like the government can't do no wrong it's the government and you know, the scientist guy, you know, he saved my life. You know, he obviously is a very good guy, has no flaws. But as you're talking to the glove, the glove's kind of like, what about this scenario? What about this scenario? Like, because the whole premise is the game. The whole premise kind of of the story is the next step of communism is that everyone is getting these neural implants and everyone will be on a essentially a hive mind called the collective. And it's through this collective program that ends up making the robots go crazy and so your character is very much like yes everyone's gonna be on the same like wavelength everyone will know everything we'll be able to communicate with each other but then your glove is kind of challenging this thought of not everyone is going to be equal like there will still be people in the government that have authority and will have essentially the ultimate power and so i i enjoyed that this game was kind of going through this philosophical debate well, they were also talking about how um, you can't have people like bickering over important issues. Someone just needs to to pick it and yeah. you know move on, kind of thing. And I'm just like that. That's a bad idea when it comes to you know taking care of an entire population. Yeah. Where just like one person gets to tell you what to do, and you can't say anything. Yep. Um, but uh, as far as like the overall story was kind of going though, no. So the vibe I got from the character is that he didn't even like robots though so that was part of my confusion with it though because like that's why he hated his robot hand thing like he was just very like anti-technology i felt like and that was why he almost enjoyed i don't know killing robots i guess (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i don't know i thought i i actually enjoyed the characters overall i thought yes the writing was a little bit odd i assume a lot of that had to do with translation just being from Russian into English. Um, but you were saying you didn't like his little crispy critters line. I thought it was hilarious. Oh I love crispy gosh. critters. It, it made me chuckle every time. What? So yeah, his tagline is crispy critters. Like this is the, like, I'm sorry. I would never depict a Russian commando picking crispy critters as his like tagline. You know, it's not a cool yippee kaye or, you know, hasta la vista or I'll be back. No, he picks crispy critters. Like, it's well, such maybe, a weird catchphrase. Maybe because it's in such contrast with the way he talks the rest of the game, where you don't think that a guy that's swearing at everybody and, like, threatening people and stuff would actually, like, say crispy critters. So maybe that's the joke. Uh, maybe. 
like I feel like it would have been better if he said something like "Wowie Zowie," like something like it was just so weird sounding. It was so jarring every time he said it too, because like you'd go into a room and there's just dead bodies everywhere, and he's just like, "Oh, crispy critters!" It's like what? What is this catchphrase? I I feel like the first time he said it was when he went into the fire area. No, first time he said it was at the is at the war memorial that you first go to at the beginning. Okay. That's remember when I first time I heard it. Well, so it, was it World War Two then? No, it's some other type of. I'm pretty sure it's some other war. I don't remember. I never remember hearing anyone ever say World War Two. No, it's interesting because I don't like now that you say it. I don't remember that either. Like I remember them talking about like they, I. I don't remember. It was one of the. Was it, the I, her reference or, of, a, of a brown or, plague was the thing that wiped out a lot of people, and then. What, what, what are the little trinket things? Uh, not Twitters. It's something. Chirp. Oh, the Chirps. chirpers? Yeah, the chirpers. Yeah, there was one of them. He talks about marching to Berlin in the Great War or something along those lines. So World War, it was like World War One happened, and my history is terrible, but the Russians fought the Germans in World War One, So then they would have won, and I think, yeah, it would have like prevented World War Two from happening in theory in an alternate universe, I guess. Is yeah. I, is, so I think you're right that World War II never happened, but it like didn't even occur to me until you said it. Yeah, because I mean, one of the characters that you're kind of helping, they call him a Kraut, so he's supposed to be German. And I'm assuming, yeah, if World War II happened, you wouldn't be having this heavy German character like deep in the research aspect of the game. Well, I was wondering, like is that, the, the base. Is that why you're, you're kind of an American? Like, I, is that are you actually an American or is it just a weird voice acting thing? No, I think it's a weird voice acting thing. Cause you have a very Russian name. Okay. Okay. Cause I feel like there was like people with Scottish accents and then your robot kind of had like a British accent and I know it's a robot, but it has a British accent. And so everybody's not Russian. That's <laughs> a really good point. Like why not have like a Russian accent with your main character? It is kind of odd because even to the uh, commander, the big politician, which I love that his name's Molotov. It's like Commander Molotov. But uh, yeah, he does have a Russian accent. Like literally no one really has a Russian accent. Which I, Yeah, it is kind of an odd choice to be like, yeah, this game's in Russia, but no one has an accent. Well, the, one of the robots has an accent. The, the like welcome robot. She has an accent. But anyways, oh yeah, so yeah. there's there there are that's the other there are Russian accents. That's where it really got me. There are Russian accents. There are non-Russian accents. There are just so many things. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It, it is kind of a weird melting pot. I, I actually tried switching the language to Russian because this is a Russian developer, so the game base language was meant to be Russian. And I will say the voice acting it sounded way better. But I obviously didn't want to be playing a kind of action first-person shooter and reading subtitles at the same time while I'm shooting people. So I only did it for a while, but I, I did notice it sounded better. Um, but one thing I want to complain about with the story, though, you mentioned it a little bit at the beginning there, Keith. The beginning is such a slog in this game. You cannot skip any of the cutscenes, and the beginning is very much like exposition of like, eh, this is the utopia. These are the robots. You're walking around, seeing some people, a parade's going on. It is such a long segment. That thing could have easily been cut in half. 
And there's no tutorial. It's not like, oh, this is where you learn to jump. Yeah. Hit A to jump over this post that fell down. It's just like, no, you're just walking. The tutorial is awful in this game. I thought I was just stupid. Uh, you get, there's one part very early in the game, your glove gets an upgrade where you can scan things. I was mashing my controller. I'm like, how the heck do I activate the scanner? I Googled it. Me too. It. I, yeah. yeah. I, I like, yeah, I ended up telling you, but I Googled it. And then eventually I saw someone saying like, oh, you got to hit the right bumper twice to do the scanner. And even too, if you go to the Microsoft store and click on this game, a lot of people are giving this game like a one star or two star rating because they're like, they're saying they're like, this game doesn't tell you how to use the scanner. So I'm luckily not the only person who struggled. Which it is essential in this game. Yeah. Because I thought I just skipped the text that told me. But I, but the, you, there's no way to bring the text back up, and there was no way to look. So yeah, you just had a, I had to Google how to use the stinking scanner. Yeah, it definitely well, felt, told you like right at the beginning. I didn't no, use it, it as it much did, as I should. But I didn't say like hit it and then hold, or like maybe it did, and I just didn't understand what it was saying. Yes, yeah, but I, I did. It. I remember reading the instructions and trying it and being like, "Why isn't this working?" So the instructions at the very least weren't clear because yeah. I did read them. And I if know you press A, you can't go back to it. I thought it went let you get past that sequence unless you did it because it like wanted you to scan something maybe yeah. not yeah you, you do have, have to stay yeah. there until you do it so that's why i mean and it took me like five to. minutes i'm literally like walking around trying to figure out how to stink and scan stuff oh so actually i'm pretty sure it's in one of the tool tips i don't know it's it's in something about it you know eventually every every soviet citizen will be able to or will be told what to do using buttons displayed on the screen in front of them or something like that yeah and so that's another thing about this game like you were talking about the the dialogue between your character and the robot and they are kind of chippy with each other and it's kind of funny at times the dialogue in the game and really just a lot of it i feel like walks this weird line of trying to be comedic but being very serious at the same time and it i i liked it but i also kind of was bothered by it because it didn't make sense does that make no. sense? <laughs> I Yeah, no, I see where you're kind of going. It, it definitely was trying to kind of make light of the situation in some parts. I mean, I think that's why they picked Crispy Critters as the tagline. Because I, I felt like it, like I felt like that was trying to be comedic of how goofy of a tagline it was. But I don't know. It, it never bothered me. I, if anything, it, it made it more enjoyable. Because I will say the game, I love the banter. I at least like that your character and the glove are talking a lot, but not like obtrusively. But it definitely was at least filling the silence and still progressing the story. And they give hints, which is really nice. So there were times where like I was so busy looting that I wasn't really doing the mission. They're like, oh, I really need to figure out how to wait to get over there. Um, so I actually like that they had that too. But I feel like there was a lot of re- repeating of like, Oh wow! Another locked door. How many times does he say that? Oh, oh he just so complains many times. about that constantly about another lock, another different type of lock, like all of those different. But I things. also don't blame him because I was kind of complaining about it too. You go to a room and they're like, "You have to find these four balls." Up, oh, you have to find these canisters every single time. Up, oh, now you gotta find these body parts. It was just, it was so blaringly like obnoxious of like how much the game was doing that, that your character was making kind of like meta jokes about of like, Oh, I have to kick more canisters. The only ones I liked were the ones that there were three colors and you had to switch them around so that they like fit the corresponding color outside. You, you, you look oh, 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 the lock picking puzzle. 
Yeah, and then I hate the clicky ones. Were so like I was so bad at them at first that I was just I feel like I'm wasting my time. And then I eventually <laughs> got better at it. But there were sometimes I looked at the walkthrough, the disc ones. I still you're like, oh, those are super easy. I'm like, is there like a a method? And then you kind of told me, and I I was doing it, and I just I just did it until it came up right. Like I just didn't get it. Your descriptions of things, it's very confusing. You talk about the lasers, the last one, right? The round discs, the 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 door, the locks. We're talking yeah, about locks. Yeah, we're trying to match lasers. There's three lasers. Yes. Yeah. That's one. Okay. Yeah. And you just. I'm sorry. I'm that, were very I feel like we know I'm bad at explaining things. I'm just saying some of the locks I just didn't get, and I knew that I should, and others I I really did enjoy. Yeah. I see. I I hated. Yeah, collecting these canisters felt like busy work. I enjoyed the puzzles, like you said, Liz. You know, when you're doing a lockpicking puzzle, you kind of have like three. You have one that's super simple of you just kind of rotating an actual lock that you're like trying to pick. Very simple. But then, yeah, there's ones where you're clicking a light. And then there's, yeah, the ones you were saying where you just kind of like match these colors. They're very kind of simple. But I enjoyed the puzzles. But there's unfortunately not a lot of them. Like you're doing the same four or five different types of puzzles over and over again. See, there is there are some that I was just like, I don't want this right now. I'm having fun. It's just like it's, it's stopping it. Yeah. So no, for that's me, a good like I think description of it. Yeah, I think sometimes they're fun, but then sometimes it's just like, okay, I, there's too many in this section. I want to move on. Yeah, because you technically can't fail. If you fail, it just as goes. Ah, do it again. And also, if so it's locked, it is just slowing you down. If it's locked from the other side, you don't have to have a lock. Just make it so that I can only open it from that side. Yeah. Um, and something that you brought up earlier, Andrew, with um, not knowing how to do things, I I, I remembered that I didn't realize that because I was like, why do I not have enough bullets? And at one point, I was <laughs> I was only making a couple because I'm like, I'm just gonna have to use my melee and have these just in case because I don't want to waste my resources. I didn't realize that everything you're picking up that isn't in your inventory goes to storage. Like, I, I didn't know that. Because, like, usually in games, it's like, oh, you're overburdened. You need to get rid of stuff. I mean, it is my fault because, like, I didn't really explore too much when you go to, like, the, the you know, the, the crafting station. Yeah. But I went there and I was like, I have so many bullets and health and all the things. Lots of vodka. And so, yeah, for me, I just, like, I felt like an idiot. And then after that, I was using my guns so much, and I had so much fun with it. Well, I was going to ask, what, what difficulty did you play on, Liz? I did easy. Okay. And then, Andrew, you said you did medium? I did, or did normal. You yeah, I did normal. I or wish normal. I did hard. I just, the fact that I knew I couldn't skip cutscenes, I didn't want to start over again, because I didn't want to do that 30-minute long intro again. So I was like, screw it. I mean, you can skip a lot of the dialogue, actually, because there was definitely... You can skip the dialogue, but you can't skip cutscenes. Oh, that's true. That is true. But yeah, I honestly, I was kind of disappointed that... And you, it looks like you can change the difficulty mid-game. I don't think you'd get the achievement for it, but no, I did see you could change the the difficulty, and I, I didn't try to because I didn't really care. Well, yeah, I didn't really care to. But I, I did find it was, I don't want to say disappointingly easy, because there was a couple things I got... I, I ran into some struggle with, but really all in all, it was, I don't know. So you did normal, Keith? Yeah. See, I got into trouble when I picked fights or when I was trying to get the achievement for running people over and it alerted everybody in the area. 
Um, overall, like I don't think it was crazy. I think that that easy was good for me because there were some moments that were like a little far. There's one time that I did not like the robot that had like the big eyes. When you scan him, he's white. He only turns red if you attack him. And he had like a guy strung up and the guy was like, I hate that he's just looking at me. I'm giving good descriptions here, Andrew. Yeah, I, don't I have know no how... idea what robot you're describing. It's like a chubby. Oh, you're talking about a I, chubby I robot. I think they were the alchemists. They walk maybe? funny like yeah. this. They had the. He's, they're chubby. <laughs> I I I do know the one you're talking about, Liz. Okay, thank you. Well, anyways, there was something about them that was really creepy, and so there's one time that I was like, do you know what? I'm I I need to start killing them. I don't like them. I picked on one, and then all the doors closed, and then I had. All the robots, all the robots attacked me, and I was like, "Yep, I deserve that." But I feel like what they were. Says. I want, like I said, I want to say they were either engineers or alchemists or something. I, and I think they were one of the first non, like, real humanoid ones that you run into. Was the train guy one? Yeah, he kind of. They kind of look oh, the same as the oh, train oh, guy oh, ones. They oh. kind of look like the train guy. Yes. Okay. Guys. Yes. Uh, those ones are actually non-hostile. So they only attack. That's what Liz was saying. No, that's no, exactly they, what Liz yeah, said. She, but, she no. would pick fights with them. But they are hostile because they were killing people in there. Yes. And yeah. so for me, it's just like if I know that one killed people, and also like give me the parts. You're a murderous robot. I'm gonna. I'm yeah. Gonna no, take they it. they had good loot on them, so that was kind of the trade off. They they were a difficult enemy, but they had good loot on them. Um, but to real quick, kind of go over the how the gameplay is. You know, as we said, the first person shooter. But this game actually more focuses on melee combat. So it's slightly kind of a survival game where you got to kind of conserve your ammunition because you're fighting mostly melee robots who don't have guns. So you're just kind of finding ammo through containers that you're looting, which the looting system is very nice in this game. It's it's essentially a vacuum. You literally put your hand out and just suck up things that you just kind of move your cursor around and suck up things in cabinets and stuff like that. But sometimes it's not accurate, which is frustrating. Yeah. So it, like it's there, sometimes a little buggy. There are times where like it shows blue, but there actually isn't anything there. Or like the the things that have the emails. Some there's one that wouldn't let me read it, but it came up blue. Yeah. And it had the screen and everything, and I was is it in their achievement for that too? I don't no, think so. Not emails. Those? No. Yeah, oh. I think once I realized that, I kind of gave up on the emails. That's more just background lore. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. But um, but weapons too aren't also very prominent. You have to go to these crafting stations to create the weapons. And since you know, you're know you crafting these weapons, they're kind of homemade looking. You do have an AK, a pistol, but then you have like an electric gun. You have like an, a rail gun. You have these guns that really kind of look like they're cobbled together. And ammo, of course, like I said, it's very scarce. You can create more ammo with the resources that you're finding. But I, one thing I really enjoyed with this combat, I loved the melee. I don't know. I'm more focused on the melee. Like, I I had a ton of ammo for my guns, which I love the guns too because the guns all feel very powerful, even the pistols. Like, can actually take these robots pretty quickly. But I just loved the melee combat. It's pretty simple because you have a dash, and, you know, the enemies will telegraph if they're going to be doing a heavy hit. So you have to kind of dash out of the way. But I just, I don't know. I don't know about you guys. But I found the melee very fun. I don't like that you, when it comes to crafting, you, it's like, I think there, there's only like one recipe per the entire game. Because there's one that you told me for the melee weapon that that I should get. And you're like, oh, it's in this area. But I must have missed it. But no. I never found it again. I, I think you can still stumble upon 
some blueprints of weapons. Oh, okay. I was curious about that. But I, so I did love the melee, but I, the the guns I didn't like were the one, like the electric one, like the, the chill one. The electric the rate... pistol was one of my favorites because it had yeah. unlimited, unlimited ammo. Oh, I like the, I like the ammo guns. And it recharged with melee. So you, yeah. you could kind of just open up a fight with a bunch of melee shot or electric shots, whatever you didn't take out, come in melee and then clear up with the electric. That's actually. Oh no, I did have the pistol. So I broke down the shotgun and I don't, really, yeah. So I, and I, and I know it's super powerful. I just broke it down cause I, I wanted to use the parts for other things. I wanted to dump it into melee and whatnot, which did, do we mention that? How you can break down things at no penalty? No, I was going to mention that. Okay. Which is fantastic. Well, that's what, well, cause that's what I was going to go into is because of the fact that one of the nice things about this game and it kind of makes it not super survival-ish is that when you break down the weapons or really break down anything, it's at full cost. So I figured, I don't know, worst case, I don't like this build without my shotgun and I could just break down whatever I built and, and go back to the shotgun. So that's that was the reason I did it. And um, yeah, I ended up going with the the main axe, the pistol the and Swede. the... Yep, the Swede, the... I don't know, the other two, the pistol and then the electro, the MP yep. and the electro. And yeah, that was, it was very effective. Uh, honestly, I, the I had more than enough bullets that I needed. And um, yeah, I was, I was having a pretty good time on the fights for the most part. I feel like the shotgun was the best gun. I mean, it really like whittled down a lot of the, the big guys. Yeah, It was it just, just too slow to for me. Load. Yeah, it was just yeah. too slow. And that's what I didn't like. Because I found that while the fights weren't overly difficult the robots did move fairly quickly like even ones you wouldn't expect to move quick like the little saws on wheels like yeah they were on wheels but those things would come whipping at you yeah and so you kind of had to like move quick on your feet so i i didn't like the shotgun i mean i did but i i preferred the other weapons because another thing just a nice little tip for you because if you go into the settings menu there is an auto aim or aim assist so if you want to make your aiming just a little bit easier, even if you're not playing on an easy difficulty like I did, throw that aim assist on and it makes your shooting that much easier. Thanks. I think I saw that. I think I have mine off. Or yeah, I it's... think I've like, I think I've like, there's one for like auto aim and one for like aim assist. I thought there's it was like a lower version. I thought, I don't know. I think it was just one, but I think the default is to off. Like a lot of games actually tend to auto assist on, um, but this one doesn't. So I turned it on and it was, yeah, like I said, it was nice. Just, and it, it didn't make it feel like, oh my goodness, this game is just completely easy now, but it made it feel a little bit smoother. See, I, I agree with you, Keith, where I felt like this game was easy, but not super easy because there were still times where I'm getting overconfident. I'm just like, oh yeah, whatever. I'm just going to pick these fights and get swarmed very quick and would die. So like it would this game would still give me a challenge. Like this wasn't a game I was just rolling through. Like, oh, it's just easy cake. Every once in a while, like, you know, there's some boss fights you go to, which the boss fights were pretty cool. And yeah, it would just some of them would just floor me. And it's just like, oh, okay. Uh wasn't expecting that. So yeah, this game I think hand it still has its difficulty spikes to give you this challenge and you know, you're just not sleeping at the wheel and just swinging away at everything. But I, I do wish I played on a harder difficulty. Oh, for yeah, my go-to's though. Uh, I absolutely loved 
I don't know how to pronounce it, but it was it was the iconic melee weapon that you kind of see in some of the pictures. It's literally a baseball bat with like two saw blades on it. It's called like the Zavaski or something like that. I thought it was called like the Frostbite or something. No, that's a different one. Oh, okay. Are you thinking of the Snowball? Yeah, the Snowball was one of the things. Snowball was a mace. This one's a baseball bat with saw blades on it. Okay. Um, each melee weapon, there's I, there's a handful of them. I think there's like five different melee weapons you can do. Yeah, the Fox was one that I tried. That's like yeah, the, the fox was like the cleaver. Yep. Like the hatchet. Yeah, I did that one. I didn't care for that one. The snowball, yeah, was the mace. Uh, the swede was the fire axe. There was a um, a sword one. But yeah, the baseball bat was my favorite because each one of these two has kind of a special move. Like the swede, you can actually like, you your character literally spins around and just swings the axe and you can like decapitate enemies. But the baseball bat one, you actually send the saw blade out and it just zips around the room and just it's a ranged attack it just continuously just zips around the room and hacks at everyone super awesome but it was a, it was a very strong weapon I, it had a great range great you know attack speed uh that was always my favorite but i actually liked the mp the regular pistol because it was really good at headshots and you know there's an achievement for the headshots with it but it was the most accurate i didn't care for the ak i thought the recoil on the ak was really aggressive but Every all these weapons though I felt were just like really unique and fun, and I I loved how powerful the actual like ammo guns felt, you know even though like yeah you you have melee combat but you can use these pistol guns like the actual ammo guns and they just they packed a wall up. But what did you guys think of the boss fights? So you know I, this this is a very long game. I know we probably only scratched the surface. We only played a handful of boss fights, but yeah, I only got. Ooh, I think I only really got to one. One, I think I only did Hedgy. Um, no, you you did the Large Mutant. Oh, that was a boss. Yeah, because it had a health bar and an and oh, a. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I fought two of them. The Large Mutant wasn't that interesting. I just thought it was a big mutant, and I just I don't know pumped it with a bunch of shotgun bullets, and it died. Um, the Hedgy, I I. I think it could have been difficult. I don't know. I did the achievement for it. I think you did too. The one where you don't actually shoot yep. it. Um, use only melee weapons and have it destroy the statues. Oh, I didn't know I could use melee weapons. I literally didn't take a shot at it at all. I just had it attack the statues. So it took me mm, probably five or six tries. Cause oh, it took me two. Well, yeah. He said, I didn't know I could melee it. I don't know if that would have helped it go faster, but no, because yeah, like oh, you actually, said, yeah, when it kills the statues, it just, it dies. Yeah. So anywho, I, um, yeah, I did that. Took me a handful of turns, but outside of that, I didn't get to any other bosses. But that's the thing is, I and I think it's largely all play time. Like I don't think any of it's like pause time, quick resume time. Is I was at like sixteen hours in this game, and whoa, yeah, I know, I was I was slow through some parts. <laughs> uh, you know, what part in particular I hated, and I'm I'm curious your thoughts on it was the platforming. That was the one thing about this game that I absolutely despised from a gameplay standpoint. Why? I, I just thought it was bad. I I didn't think like the the register for jumping near the edge of ledges, the amount of times I would try to jump off a ledge and I would just run off it and like not be able to boost. Like I just I I didn't care for it and they just felt like they would drag on and on. Whereas, Did you get to the cloud part where you have to like do the maze, then you jump on the clouds? I didn't get to that. I was do, I did the magnet one. Sounds like it's kind of the same. Maybe not. Uh, were you talking about the training grounds? Yes. The one where you had to move the magnets up and down. Yeah, was, yeah. And I was just doing one of them where you have to like rotate the, the things around. I just, 
it was my least favorite thing about the game. I, I wanted more combat. I wanted more battles, but I wanted less platforming for sure. I actually, I like the platforming. I do agree with you, Keith. Some of it was inconsistent because your character is supposed to grab on ledges and pull himself up. But yeah, sometimes he wouldn't. And then sometimes I felt like he was overly doing it. But yeah, you mid-air dash, so you kind of have like this ability to kind of give yourself a little bit of boost in the air. But I always felt like the platform segments were short. Like any like those magnet rooms you were talking about when you're rotating the magnets and shifting these platforms, it's it was usually a very quick segment. And I and that's what I liked about it. They weren't something that were dragged on, like, oh, here's an hour segment of you moving blocks. I mean, yeah, it's I, I know it wasn't that long, but I don't know. I think the one that really set me off in particular was the one where you had to move the big yellow canister of pesticide. Liz struggled with that. That one that one gave me fits. Um I did not find that hard at all. I, it, there was like one or two things in particular about it. I, it. Well, for one, it took me, I don't know, a good five minutes to probably realize that that little spinning tube, I had to go around um, like inside a room and, and around to outside of another door, I was trying to jump across from other platform. And it's like, I'm going to do this. And so <laughs> I would just fall, jump, repeat, jump, fall, repeat for, I don't know, like I said, about five minutes and I was just getting in, increasingly angry with it. Well, I think too, with this game, you're, I felt like you were actually jumping the way a person would. And I feel like we play so many games where you just have so much extra jump. So for me, I, I thought it was actually kind of cool. I felt it felt a little clunky, even though I don't think it was. And I enjoyed the platforming. There was a couple times I got frustrated where you have like those like super high walls. And if you fall over and you have to like reclimb everything, I found that frustrating. But Liz, are you saying I you could it. dash in midair? See, that that was going to be my thing. No, but thing. when you're dash, no. Trying but when to be you dash, it's, it, The dash <laughs> in this game is really like you're jumping forward. And if you do leap forward, you do go faster than if you jump up. No. So, I mean... The dash no, was not, barely there. It's not at I'm all sorry. How dash works the, in this game. the dash was like barely a thing. I mean, no, barely. I used dash a lot. Like it okay, was. so if a boulder's coming at you, you're gonna dash to the right. Yeah, you're but not I'm just not gonna, gonna no, walk. You might dive. Diving is different. From and dashing. I and I might dash or dive, but I'm not gonna jump and then dash or dive. Because once I've jumped, I don't have the ability to but control physics movement, in midair. I and feel dash like the forward. movement is the same though. Like if you were going to jump out of the way really fast, you'd go the the, the speed that he did is what I was saying. Well, so, so my thing is this, and this is where not even trying to be sassy, I am okay <laughs> with the game making a semi-realistic human jump. If we're talking about a semi-realistic human character say Sea of Thieves, say a survival game. This is a game where I have a dash. I can jump from 40 feet in the air. I'm like a super soldier. I I would like to jump more than uh, two feet is all I'm saying. Because I don't even think I'm, in theory, a character like a Master Chief with a big old armor suit. I'm just kind of a dude run around i don't know a you don't see yourself dude, though you have more weight to lift up like if you see pictures of people like you know the, that like when we're all the family jumps up at the same time yeah. a lot of them can't jump very high it's like a couple inches like they they literally just like jump like an inch and then lift their legs because they can't jump yeah so for me it's like i, I the fact that it's a normal jump 
Because he's, I mean, when he's you not jump a normal from... human being. That's my point. He is he is a superhuman being. And I still think he's a robot. Unless someone has proved this otherwise, and, you know, people have beaten him. But he's him not up. a basketball player. You know what I mean? He's like, if you're creating a robot, are you thinking like, I really want him to, to be able to I'm, jump really high? I'm just saying, I, I'm fairly certain if you're going to get into some sort of, uh, you know, special forces and they see that you can only jump about, you know, two feet off the ground or two inches off the ground, they're going to go, you know, maybe you don't have the athleticism necessary for uh, this type of thing. And again, if you can dash in midair, that's just a thing that I just, you can defy the laws of physics already. Give me a solid jump. One thing that I think is kind of weird though, speaking of the dash though, is they don't explain it. But this game like explains just about everything else. Like I, I thought this game would be like, oh, you have these jet boots that kind of give you a dash. But they don't. They you just, just do yeah, you, you have a dash. But like they even explain your backpack. Like your character, like the glove says like, oh, yeah, your backpack can like kind of shrink things down to a molecular level. This is why you can carry multiple guns in your backpack and ammo. Like they explain that, but they don't explain that your character can kind of do this weird dash. Like it's just like, eh, we'll just ignore that. Just do it. Yeah. But but I guess, too, then if you have jet boots, then I guess, yeah, you'd be jumping higher and, you know, maybe doing some sort of hover moves and stuff like that. But Give me a cool backflip. I, I just yeah. realized something we forgot to talk about. What? Very important part of this story. Uh, Granny Zelda. Oh, Granny, Granny Z. Or, no, was Zena. It? I thought it was Zelda. Zena. Zena. Yeah. Um, she had a Russian accent. Yep, she did. Yep. Um, I can't, why was I thinking so much? <laughs> yeah, no, but I thought she was great. And I love that she had to keep rescuing him. And I, I, I did something about her character. I wanted more of. Oh, and I'm sure Zena. she, there's going to be plenty more. Oh, I guess we, yeah. For context, uh, this game is actually a pretty long game. Yeah. You're looking between, uh, 16 to 23 hours. So it's a pretty long focused single player game. So. We obviously try to play as much as we can before we record, but me and Liz are almost like exactly at the same spot. We're probably about halfway. Oh, or maybe one third. I actually probably see maybe one third. So I'm wondering if it's a lot of... So you keep getting a mission and then doing the same... You have the same objective. And you're that's happening a lot. So I'm like, are you just doing the whole thing, the game? Like you're trying to get somebody... I'm trying not to give yeah. things away. So I'm, I'm, is that the whole game? Like you I, catch up to him and then he gets know. away? Because uh, I haven't beaten it. None of us have beaten this game. So we're kind of making speculations here. Well, I mean, I assume like you would know more about it because I didn't really know anything about when we started. But no, I don't want to research because I want to beat this game. So I really want to know if it's going to be like that the whole game. Because I also, something that I thought was interesting, there were, it looked like an, at the beginning, it looked like some type of stroller or like, in other countries when they, they like a pram like it looks like like um one that i've seen like in england and stuff the baby strollers yeah but they, they're a specific type they're like yeah oh i mean i guess like maybe that's what old-fashioned ones look like i don't know i i still see them in like british shows and stuff and they always call them a pram but i saw one of those but you really don't see a lot of civilians in the well, street that aren't like murdered. military so how you, you do you, you do see women in um like normal clothes. I, I, I saw a couple. But you don't see a lot. Like, no. I feel like this is probably a bustling area. But I just thought it was very tasteful of them not to show... Dead babies. 
<laughs> I wasn't going to say. I was. Gonna... Well, it was really good. They decided to go tasteful and not show dead babies with a weird, rapey refrigerator robot. Um, yeah. So, so it was good. They went tasteful on that one. Oh yeah, in the pervy uh, crafting station. Yeah, Is what that what you're said. talking about? Yeah, the the real rapey refrigerator. Um, <laughs> that was uncomfortable. That? I didn't want that one. You guys did like the refrigerator? No, no it, was it was very a crude. Bit much. It was, and and like if I was playing high on life, okay, fine, whatever. I chuckle along, and and that fits. But that's where this like it the writing. I don't want to say it was all over the place because it wasn't that bad, but it didn't fit, and it was so weird. And I get that it was only you know a couple of times or something, whatever it is. It's so weird and unnecessary, and I didn't. And care he didn't for it. like it. The main the main character did not like that she was coming on to him. <laughs> he was very disgusted by her. Yeah, it was which again, weird. his personality is all over the place. Like the way that he talks, you'd think that he wouldn't be offended by that. Yeah. You know. So I thought that was interesting too. And oh, you have to bring up. Uh, so something that uh, gameplay wise, I want to bring up is the bugginess of the game. And so for me, I had to like completely get out of the game a couple times and and start over. Luckily, the save is actually pretty good. Yeah. Because it happened like when I wasn't by a save station and it actually saved. And Mm -hmm. I think that's phenomenal because there are a lot of save stations. But one happened uh, when I was on a cliff. My character got stuck. I got video of it. My legs were moving, but I couldn't do anything. I tried everything. I tried, you know. Oh, I, I, weapons, I got jumping. stuck a handful then, of times. Another time I got stuck in the elevator and it wasn't one of the cutscene elevators. It was, I was just going up one floor and I could see like when I did the right bumper, I could see like the loot around me and everything, but the doors would not open. And so I waited a while because I was like, I don't want to lose all my cro- progress. I didn't lose it. So um, A plus for that. Yeah, if you're gonna have a bug, I, at least it's a good bug. It 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 is the one saving grace to it. Cause yeah, I had I had a couple of times too where I just got stuck in place for whatever reason, and and I had to close out of it. But outside of that, I don't think I really ran into anything too severe. I think there was one other small weird thing I noticed, but other than that, yeah, it was it was mostly fine. Yeah, I first got nervous because yeah, when you're playing this game, they're like, oh, this is a save station, and. Playing games nowadays, I do not like when a game has a save station. Like, you can only manually save. So it's like, ah, crap, this is going to suck. But then I noticed that, yeah, it still was auto-saving, as Liz is saying. And frequently, because, too. Yeah, because that the other thing that was making me nervous, too, is like, it's like oh, is this not going to be in a good xCloud game? Like, do you have to keep doing these save stations? But no, surprisingly, I played this game mostly on xCloud, actually, during this week. And it worked very well. Because well, you don't have to be super twitchy with a lot of the commands and stuff. And it worked well. It was good because, I mean, this is a game that we didn't want to play in front of our our toddler. Which is So you did not play it on my Xbox. Yeah. And I feel like whenever you put your account on um, on my Xbox and play the same game that I am, I usually lose progress. Yeah. And so that, that was actually really helpful. Um, oh, but I wanted to go back to one of your points that you brought up, Liz, about like the dead citizens going around. One thing I kind of want to praise with this game, it's kind of a weird thing to praise about it, but I liked the amount of dead bodies that were in this game. <laughs> it's it's like, let me explain, because like, just saying that's, it sounds yeah, weird. That's a little weird. <laughs> I feel like whenever you play a game that has some sort of like utopia world of people getting killed, 
I feel like most games are just like, oh, the first five minutes, oh, look at this death and destruction that went around. And then it's just kind of forgotten. Like, even like playing like something like Doom or Bioshock back in the day, like you'll see like the beginning area, like, oh, yeah, here's all these bodies. But then the game kind of forgets that this whole world was supposed to be lived in. And I felt like seeing still constant carnage wherever you were going did keep reminding me that, yes, this was a functional place. People lived here. People worked here. And I did see citizens because you do go to like neighborhoods. No, I did see some. I'm, yeah. I was more saying like I I didn't see a lot. Yeah. And I think that they, they had to keep showing dead people because the dead can talk. I, I mean, obviously you yeah. can't talk to every, every corpse, but a lot of them can. So you can't just have talking corpses and everybody else is just you know gone which even like the blood on the walls too yeah which goes the talking corpses once again goes back to kind of keith saying of how this game kind of gets weird with his comedic moments i don't know if you guys did you guys get to the talking body that gave you whale facts yes oh he was great it's just like whale fact number one that's nothing you're just you're you can be patient and nice to the the dead people or you can select the kind of like Rude. I gotta go, rude option, yeah. But there's also like that girl that like her boyfriend broke up with her and she was like, I wanted to die today anyways, but now I, I don't want to die or whatever. Yeah. And there was there was a lot of like moments like that too where you're just like, like and the tour guide with the kids that was like, oh, I want to know if like the, the teenagers like made it. And it's just like, I would maybe consider lying. <laughs> be like, they're all fine. Because like she's going to be... In her mind for days. And like, I well, it said it varied. It said some were minutes, some were days, some were months. So but was, the fact that she was still there and process, like, it, it, a lot of them were like fading away or had yeah. PTSD or whatever. But still, there were a lot of situations where I was just like, I wish there was an option to do that, maybe. <laughs> well, could you know. actually help them at all? Because there was one in particular. I thought he said something about lifting something off of him. And you're like, yeah, I'll do that. But it didn't say how to do that or anything so like it felt like it was a side quest but no indication that i could actually oh do he anything. said put me out of my misery i tried i tried um hitting him and shooting him and stuff and nothing happened maybe he still talked. I, don't, I don't know i just because i ended up just skipping a lot of their dialogue. i would like talk to them to I don't, I don't think i was gonna ever come close to that achievement but i was at least just like talking to them to talk to them and then i was skipping all of the dialogue <laughs> Uh, no, they are like, it's weird. They are side quests, but they're pointless side quests. Like Liz was saying, the tour guide one, she wants you to find all the students. I found the students and you tell her, oh yeah, I'm sorry. They all died. No achievement. Goes, yeah. No achievement. She goes, oh, that stinks. And your character, like you can make the joke of like, oh, that's it. I thought I was going to get maybe an access code or some sort of reward. And she's like, no, I'm dead. I can't give you anything. And I was just like, okay, well, that's kind of a slap in the face. Yeah. Like, thanks for doing the side quest. And, and you get nothing. And it's weird. So, yeah, it's like it goes back to the game just kind of poking fun at itself for, I don't know, kind of leading you down these dead end trails. I well, you know, which is weird because it's not funny. Like, if it just, it actually pissed me off. Like, like, hey, we're going to like, you know, show in your face that we're not giving you anything about it. It was like, like I said, it was like the same with the canisters of the guy constantly being like, oh, more canisters. It's like, yeah, talking about it doesn't make it funny. It just makes me more irritated that I'm getting these stinking canisters. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have honestly noticed it if he didn't keep saying it. Yeah. Sorry, Liz, I cut you off. Uh, maybe it's like created differences though. Like maybe like someone was like, we should have achievements for this. And the person's like, no. And they're like, well, I'm in charge of writing. So screw you. <laughs> so maybe it was yeah. something like that. Maybe. But um, 
But uh, oh, and, but one thing that's least nice though. Once again, talk about the dead bodies. At least none of the. I will say the gore in this game isn't bad. Like you'll see bloody walls like that, but every single body you see is perfectly intact. It doesn't so, like, have to be. You can hack them to bits. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I but mean, I mean, it's I not. Know. It's not overly gory. I'm not. I, I wouldn't yeah, say that it you're is. Not Why seeing... were you doing it? I don't know. I didn't I, know if maybe I'd get some loot or something, or maybe yeah, I did it once. But uh, <laughs> see if there's any loot. <laughs> Let me chop this Jeez. guy's leg off. Is there any loot in here? <laughs> he just like you know, eats like metal. in Zelda, you have to break the pots to get the the rupees. <laughs> <laughs> chop his leg off. <laughs> Hello, treasure. <laughs> Uh, Maybe some biomaterials or something. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, at least like you're not going around and seeing just like massive grotesqueness of like just people being ripped apart. Every body was perfectly intact. It's just you're just seeing gray bodies. But I, I loved the overall like environment world of the atmosphere. I will say when you're getting into some of the facilities, you're kind of going through kind of generic empty corridors. You have the same cabinets. And- yeah. But I, I loved it. Anytime you're outside, I think what the game really shines. Because graphically, I love the graphics in this game. I think the robot designs are super cool. They definitely look like they'd be a 1950s because they're very, like, a stoic face of just a mustache. Super creepy. The animations I are did like the mustache. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did not like them. Oh, no, I, I, I would cause run. Because creepy. Because, like, when they're yeah. running at you, the robot's heads are, like, still... So even when they're climbing stuff, they're constantly like staring at you while their body is moving. Yeah, love no. the animations. Did you know? I... Oh, sorry. Let's go ahead. No, go ahead. Did you notice the eyes on what's her? I don't know her name. The like again, like the tour guide robot. There's the, it, the female mannequin. Yeah. yeah, I don't know their names, but yeah. As she's talking to you, if you move around, her eyes follow you, and it's kind of yeah. creepy. Because, again, her head doesn't move, but just her eyes do. Until you move to a certain point, then she turns, and then you can kind of keep going, and her eyes just shift. It's it's like a weird thing. Yeah, this game graphically is I, so awesome. The other thing, too, is the damage. When you're doing melee, like it actually does physical slashes in the robots or the organic things that you're hitting, whether you can hit animals and it'll cut them. But I actually loved it. The graphics was awesome. I think the design of this world is just absolutely phenomenal. Well, you what can get animals? headshots on the robots with the melee too, which I liked. And you could like aim to chop their heads off. Yep. Yeah. You can like knock their arms off their limbs. Like it, the, the damage in it was very realistic, but no, Liz, there was uh, some chickens. Did a chicken ever fight you? No, they never attacked me. Yeah, if you go so, near chickens, they, they, they I attack you. I walked by them all the time and they never attacked. They showed up red, so I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to attack them. Yeah, but yeah they'll, they'll fight one you. One thing I'm surprised you didn't bring up with graphics, though, is so I felt like the the people looked pretty good. The facial hair was really Yeah, very facial bad. hair wasn't great. Yeah. Like, I think that was honestly the worst graphics of the game was the facial hair. Uh, it was just like way too thick. Like the, the individual hairs were too thick, yeah. so it just looked weird. But one thing I, I want to say with the graphics, good wise, the ballerina twins. Oh, yeah. So they put way more effort graphically into them than I feel like the entire game. <laughs> and I think like somebody actually, um, this is jumping ahead, but somebody actually gave it the game a zero and just wrote, they offered us six hours of scenes with the twins and they weren't even 30 seconds. Like in the game, so like they were upset that there were any more sexual ballerinas in the in the game, and I just think it's funny that like there was de- like the definitely like a 
a weirdly sexual thing with them and they put a ton oh. of money into creating them. You should see what the mod community has already done with them. <laughs> I've, I've already seen a handful of mods of, of them. Yeah, I just think it's it's really weird how people became so obsessed with it and then were disappointed that there's not more of them. Uh, but yeah, they, they did look stunning. They did. But yeah, I, I, I think like the robot designs are just all overall around are just really cool. Because each one of these robots, too, are supposed to be like, oh, this helps. Like, one's good for, you know, being a butler. One's good for uh, chopping wood. One's good for, like, doing your hedges. So they're very kind of, oh, they look like they could have a functional purpose. But now they're just psychotic and look just murderous. But who's, what does the mustache guy do? What's his job? Oh, he was a, he was a general servant. So he was kind of like a butler. <sighs> Yeah. I would never like I this is in other movies too where you know robots end up being servants for people and bad stuff happens. I would never want a robot with a like mustache. That. <laughs> it, with a mustache but also just I mean if it's a tiny robot that's different but if it's like a man size like he's man size and he's metal like I can't take that guy out. I don't want him in my house. Would you put like a clown face on him then or something like that? No, I, I wouldn't want a robot. I would rather do my own dishes. <laughs> that's that's how I feel about it. Are you saying you'd be comfortable? Would you guys want a man-sized robot knowing that something like this could happen? Well, I mean, I guess not if you, if you put that into perspective of, of <laughs> this. But I mean, no. I mean, I probably wouldn't want a full life-size human robot. I, I, think, I think a Roomba's good for me. Andrew scares me all the time because he's so stealthy. Like I, even if I know he's in a room and he's just like in a corner, he's usually not in. It like freaks me out. Like, <laughs> you make it seem like I'm like some creeper who hides no. in random corners. No, because I'm thinking no, because recently, <laughs> so you were pretending to hide because like I was walking upstairs with our daughter and I knew you were somewhere in the room pretending to hide. I wasn't pretending to hide. I was he, hiding. Yeah, no, but, no, but you were difference. like. Because it was the kid was there, you're like, you know, yeah. but I knew you were in there, and then you just said boo or something, and I screamed. I can't imagine just walking in and mustache man was there. Hello, don't get, don't get me wrong. Yes, if you had this guy in your house, it would be creepy, but I don't know. I, I would probably wouldn't mind a robot butler. I mean, I guess it'd make things a lot easier. Have someone mow my lawn for me, you know, like wash the car, paint the house. I don't want to. I hate getting on a ladder. I don't want to get on a ladder. Have the robot do it. Have the robot break its neck. I love how much you hate mowing the lawn. Because <laughs> it's mostly weeds, and it just grows so dang fast. We're not gardeners. Yeah. Um, we should also get into the amazing music. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because th- there was one time that I had to turn off the music because I forget if it was like the hedge maze, hedge maze boss, but. There was one point where I died a couple times and I was like, shut up. And I had to turn it <laughs> off. But other than that, like there were times where the music just hit when you're in a battle yes. scene. I loved the soundtrack. So the composer uh, who did the music, his name's uh, Mick Gordon. He also did the Wolfenstein series, but he also did uh, the uh, Doom 2016 version. So he did it, the original Doom soundtrack. And so this guy obviously has very good musical chops, um, but he's also a very nice guy because, you know, as we've kind of mentioned, the developers of this game are Russian. Uh, so with the whole war in Ukraine, this composer stated that, you know, 
He's obviously against this war and he gave his entire earnings that he made from this game and he's giving it to the Red Cross for support in the Ukraine. So the wow. guy literally, yeah, got his entire paycheck and just get donated it. Where's he from? Australia. Good job. Yeah. That's so nice. But yeah, you definitely can hear kind of the Doom aesthetic. It's it's not like Doom of just like heavy guitar riffs and just metal, but it is a lot of electric kind of music. And but it still has that bass to it. And like, yeah, every once in a while there'll be battle music. You know, anytime you usually play a game, you have battle music. It's the same battle music the entire game. Not in this. There's one where it was like an 8-bit techno that just hit so hard. I loved it. You know, there was one where it has like some uh, Russian chorus like singing in the background. So good. I loved the soundtrack. I highly recommend you wear a headset for this game. Uh, There's not always music, but when it does kick in, I felt like it was so, so good. And even just the walking around music when you're like going through the houses, yeah. sometimes, you know, the, the music will kick up and it'll be like a really like soft, beautiful song. It, yeah, and... radio kind of going. Yeah. Or well, I like how so... they, they did use the radio of the future so they could kind of just do whatever they yeah. want with music. And I, I, like, I kind of like that okay. joke. Which I was trying to figure out. I thought it was going to be like, oh, radio of the future. And I thought they were actually going to play like music we're listening today. It would have been kind of funny, I, but. Yeah. Either. All of a sudden you hear like Cardi B going on or something. <laughs> okay, maybe that's too much. Uh, Madden will do that for you if you want to listen to Cardi B. Um, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, I I didn't play as much with the headset as I would like to. And, but I, I liked, yeah, like the overall just environmental music of like when you go to the train station, it was just, I don't know, it, it was, it felt fitting. It was like old timey, but it felt like at least what I as an American, she is like stereotypical Russian. I, I don't really know if it's right or not, but you know, <laughs> the, what we see of it and hear of it, 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 it like felt like it fit. So I, I enjoyed it overall. And I thought the sound effects were good too. Like you said, like the, yeah. the actual melee fighting, like when you're chunking into robots, hitting metal on, on axe, or like when you'd fight them by like the, um, yep. Mutants. Yep. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, like the sounds just like fit everything overall very well i don't remember there being a lot of like background noises of like i don't know like there was nothing like robots you, you more got background. you more got background noise when you're outside yeah with like the environment but even that i, I thought it was just more like almost like birds chirping and stuff like that yeah. even. which is uh, which is kind of a cool thing too it's like a weird like Everything's peaceful and calm, but the robots yeah. are murdering everything, but not the animals. <laughs> animals are safe. I thought I saw a chicken attacking a robot too one time, but that's... No, a chicken was eating a human. Maybe. And that's what I kind of announced, that the chickens were also evil. No, I know, but I could have sworn at one point, like, and you guys were talking about earlier, I know, but I swear I, at one point I saw it like go after a robot too, but I don't know. Maybe oh, I'm wrong. that reminded me of that really gross scene with the farm animals. And you blend it, them up. It, no, because yeah. I I'm weird with meat. Like I I try not to eat too much meat and I was about to eat some chicken like right after that scene. I was like, oh I'm just gonna play a little bit more and then I'm gonna make a sandwich. And I <laughs> was right, just I get like that, Oh no. And you, and you see you liquefy a bunch of animals. Yeah. Yep, I get and that. I was just like, yep. I was gonna say, because it wasn't um, really overly graphic, but if, if if it's something you kinda have an aversion to already, then I can totally understand that. Yeah. But otherwise I, mean, I didn't I think ate it was super it, graphic, but... so I didn't bother me too much. <laughs> it, took, it. <laughs> it took so it took joy <laughs> out of it. Mindless. I don't know. I was I was trying to <laughs> back you up but you know whatever 
Uh, I, I like you still clarified that though, Liz. Thank you. Uh, but oh, if you are looking for the soundtrack, it is on Spotify. So there is the official soundtrack on Spotify. Nice. Um, but uh, achievements, uh, the achievements overall in the game, though, I like what they are doing uh, because there are some challenge ones like, oh, like killing the hedge uh, as mean keys to killing the hedge boss, only using melee weapons, having them destroy everything. There's another boss that challenges you to only use melee weapons. But a lot of the achievements are, are for the most part, pretty easy to get, you know, getting 25 headshots with a pistol, hitting 20 enemies with a car. So there's like these challenge ones. But... At the moment, they are bugged. I think there's five particular achievements that are bugged. One in particular uh, is called Apple Pie, and you're supposed to collect all the apples in Limbo. And I thought it was just me. I'm like, I swear I got all the apples. There's 100 apples you're supposed to collect. But the achievement bugs at 86%. And that's so, what mine says, 86%. And that's what mine says. Mine says 86%. So at the moment, it is still bugged, Um which is annoying because there was a bug there. There's an achievement to beat the game on hard difficulty. And there was a good bug where people were noticing that if you like beat the game on any difficulty, when you, you can change the difficulty at the very end and it'll give you the achievement for beating the game on hard, but they fixed that bug. Oh, convenient. Yeah. But they don't fix the apple pie achievement. Come on guys. The best part about the achievements is that me, Liz the noob is number one this week. I saw um, that today. Congratulations. Even I just got an achievement. Yep. Cause I knew that you were trying to get them really quick. And that's why I was like, Andrew, <laughs> why don't you uh, boot up the, uh, you know, yeah, um, I, no, because I you know what? That. I mean, you stopped watching TV with me so you could, you could try it. to sneak by me. We were watching TV and you trying to be sneaky. Anyways, <laughs> Um, so I had, uh, 285 out of 1,000, 17 out of 42 achievements. Andrew was the second, 270 with 16 achievements. Uh, put that in your juice box and suck it. And then, uh, Keith, 165 with nine achievements. But, uh, overall, overall, I think I'd recommend this game for achievement hunters. Cause it's, like I said, the achievements are very simple of just doing simple things. Some are missable, but like the apple pie one, like I said, which can be annoying because if you have to go back, like I said, you can't skip cutscenes. But if you play through this game all the way through, you'll probably get about 75% of the achievements. Uh, but yeah, getting into final thoughts. So as I said for me, you know, this game isn't perfect. It definitely has a bit of its flaws. But, you know, coming from the studio, as far as I saw, they have not done any other game. I absolutely dug this game. This was one of my most anticipated when they did the Xbox showcase. I've been waiting for Atomic Heart, you know. I was, you know, very excited this was coming day one on Game Pass. I think the melee combat is a ton of fun. The shooting in it is really nice. The environment is just top notch. I love the animation designs, the robot designs, the environment. The world is super cool. The music is absolutely top notch. The writing of the main character is just so bad, though. Like, I've noticed that, too, with a lot of people who gave this game a poor rating. They're like, this character is just so insufferable. I can't deal with them. And I, and I do get it because I do think he's poorly written. Like I describe this game as like, you know, a high school group project, you know, bunch of the top students are, you know, working on the project, but then the, you know, the slacker student forgot that the project was due tomorrow and he had to write character dialogue. And he's like, Oh crap, I got to do something real quick and just cobbled something together. It's to me, it was just so striking. Cause everything in this game I felt like was so well made, but the writing for the main character is so crappy, but that to me was still something easily to ignore because I just had a ton of fun. I, I want to keep playing this game. I'm definitely going to beat it because this game really hit, like lived up for the moment for me. I love just the 
actual graphics of you hitting the enemies. You gotta check it out. Uh, I'm, but uh, I'm gonna give it a ninety. If only the character main character was a little bit better. <laughs> so I mean, I I I don't remember really this from the Xbox showcase. I don't know. I forget things. So that's that's really probably why that happened. But I'm sure we, it might have not been in the showcase. I just know they I thought announced it, it that it was day I, one game pass. I have recollections of it being talked about, so I don't know. All I'd say is I didn't really know much about it, but I I thought it was a lot of fun. I was happy to pick it up every time. I was trying to squeeze in as much time as I could on it. I I think overall it is it's fun gameplay. I didn't try the the hardest difficulty, but just playing through what i did on the, are you seriously clipping your nails while i'm this is so disrespectful well, I was gonna edit out the sound key it's not about the sound it is disrespectful that i have to watch that you can keep this in too oh well sorry you were like falling asleep and i was doing my review well i do that every week that's not new any sorry oh so should i also do you of just constantly vaping yes i have to edit that all the time i'm not talking about things we have to edit talking about what i have to watch <laughs> do you have like a weird thing with like people cutting or filing their nails because that is a thing where people are just like i can't handle it not really it was just i just didn't expect to look up and see andrew clipping his nails oh no it just, okay, really just got curious. me off guard uh, <laughs> so this so atomic cards um <laughs> i I really enjoyed my time with it. I, like, the the biggest scrape, it, like it's funny because I know the dialogue is not great, and and not even from my typical like oh you I just don't care for story. I skip a lot of it. I didn't really care because I didn't think it was that bad. I just thought it was, I don't know, it, it was weird because it didn't. Sometimes it was cracking jokes, but sometimes it was serious. It was a bit all over the place, but I, I just wanted more fighting. That was really the biggest thing that I wanted. The puzzles were kind of cool. I didn't like the platforming. That was really my biggest drawback. Um, but yeah, I think I was talking about the difficulty. Like, yeah, I think if you're even a even like an average gamer like myself, I think you could play on the hardest difficulty. Probably, maybe I'm wrong, but give it a shot, I guess, and uh, see what happens. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think a good eighty eight. And I'm going to give it a 91. I don't think that the, when it comes to the main character's dialogue and stuff, it doesn't really like come across as bad to me. But like I said, I know people who talk like that. Like, really know so a lot of people that say crispy critters? Not crispy critters, <laughs> but like a lot of him like swearing and freaking out on people. I just like, hate that catchphrase. Is, is that really just it that like... I, but it was so jarring every time he said it. I, I mean, I you are right. That was like the one part that I was just like, ugh. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I like I liked his character. I didn't really see a lot of what you guys were saying with like the whole like he seemed American thing and stuff. But I'm also very unobservant, so I mean, maybe that's on me. Looking at Metacritic uh, for Series X, seventy two and six point four, Xbox One, TBD and six point five, and uh, people give it zeros for like really weird reasons like i said earlier about like the the guy that won more sexy robots and then <laughs> this one just gotta, i would love that guy's review legitimately said want more sexy robots 
The sexiest robot you gave me was a flirting fridge. I mean, if you give them a, a game of zero because the, the sexy robots don't have enough screen time, I mean, what what does that mean? Uh, but somebody else who gave a zero, gave a zero because they thought that the game was um, praising the Soviet Union and communism. Definitely it's not. And the banter back and forth, you see that there's definitely conversation that goes the other way yeah. or i in my opinion so the, the zeros are really weird i definitely don't think it deserves the you know a zero for those robots the ballerinas. Yeah. no this game definitely is not like promoting russian communism and stuff like that because i mean it is like that's what i talk about i enjoy the philosophy of it because with modern technology we are automating a lot of our stuff and that's what the game is kind of talking about with these robots like getting into a point in the future where majority of us won't have to work anymore because everything's just automated so it's kind of an interesting topic but i don't i don't think it's promoting communism but anyway yeah let's get out of here we've been talking <laughs> for a long time about this game I know. but anyway we're gonna wrap it up here uh if you have any game suggestions please we would love to hear them uh you can email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com or hit us up on our facebook or twitter at gbgbpod or message us on you know our YouTube channel, or hit me up on Xbox Live at Firebird Zero One Nine Five Two. We always love hearing from you all. We greatly appreciate all the support you guys give us. You know it, it really keeps us going. We have a lot of fun doing this. It's all because of you guys. So thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to us banter. But uh, yeah, Keith, say something pointless. Um. Well, I was actually going to say something somewhat useful today, because I, I don't. I feel like you don't talk about it enough. Like you did create a Discord for our podcast, so I don't know if anybody wants to join it. I don't know what we could do with it yet. We still haven't figured that out, and that's why we haven't. But that's why I'm just going to say it. So maybe someone else knows what to do. Join it if you yeah. want. Let us know. We'll get you the invitation or or whatever yeah, no, needs to do. We should do that more because it, I, I, it makes it easier to coordinate playing with people. I mean, well, it's just that, or I don't, I don't know what you're supposed to do with the Discord from like a podcast, but sure, let's do it. Let's let's promote it and let's people join it. If you're looking for people to join, maybe find other friends that are other listeners, people who just like listening to us talk for some reason. <laughs> and I'm Liz the Noob Gamer Tech coming on D, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob Noob W and Instagram, but. It's hard because I, you know what, I don't have any pictures of just myself. Um, I haven't had any for like six years or so. I've never taken a selfie, so you don't know that it's me. But it's if it, it is Liz the Noob Noob Busy W. I know I know you need to put a picture on there, but I just like can't physically bring myself to put a selfie on there. <laughs> I wonder if people actually search liz the noob noob zw as like one full thing they're like what the heck why can't i find (laughs) that is something i would do (laughs) but maybe i should like figure out like a a picture that people would recognize or something i don't know no one's gonna follow me anyways but um yeah but you've been saying it for four years and i respect that yeah (laughs) you're the one you are the one who's most consistent with your outro liz You've nailed it. Andrew's I mean, you got have all the hard weird work. CVS list that changes every week. Mine is just, I don't know, whatever trash I find on the ground that week. And <laughs> this is consistent. But I still have so much trouble saying mine, which is really sad. And that's actually might be the best part about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I say it really fast. If a oh. stutter starts coming, I just... Oh, I screw up. I feel like our intro all the time. To me, it's just like a garbled mess. And I'm just like, whatever. I just roll with it. But anyway, 
We're going to get out of here. Thank you all so much for joining. We love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Thank you.